Hello, I am David Silber speaking for the Drisha Institute. We are presenting a series of podcasts on prayer and nigun, prayer and melody, focusing on the prayers of the high holidays of the Yamim Noraim. The high holidays begin with Rosh Hashanah and conclude with Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah is a day on which we affirm God's kingship. It's a day that's focused on God. It's a day that we contemplate what does it mean to live in God's world and to serve. Yom Kippur has a different focus. The focus on Yom Kippur is not God. The focus is on us. It's a day of atonement. It's a day of opportunity. It's a day of reconciliation. The biblical text that lies behind Yom Kippur is the episode of the golden calf, the sin of the golden calf, the sin of idolatry, and the ability of the people with the representative Moses to reconcile with God. And over and over again on Yom Kippur, we repeat that description of God, the attributes of God, Hashem Hashem, Kel Rachum V'chanun, the merciful and forgiving God. We enter into Yom Kippur as well, and this is the common practice of the Jewish people for many years, with the Kol Nidre service, where we stand up, we have a ceremonial annulment of vows of the previous year, commitments that we made and did not keep. We are recognizing the fact that we have not fulfilled many of our commitments, disappointing. On the other hand, we're not going to prevent that from moving us from moving forward. So that's the Kol Nidre service. And the message is, we have the opportunity. We have the opportunity to transform ourselves. We have the opportunity to achieve forgiveness. And then we enter into Yom Kippur itself. Yom Kippur itself is a day of hope. It's a day of opportunity. It's a day in which we see ourselves as standing in God's presence. Let us begin with a nigun coming out of the world of mudgets, which is an appropriate meditation for the beginning of Yom Kippur.
One of the central features of the Yom Kippur service is the recitation of srichot, or penitential prayers, the core of which is the repetition of the so-called 13 attributes of God that were taught to Moshe, taught to Moses, after the sin of the golden calf. And in truth, the practice of the Jewish people has been to be, to start saying srichot even before Rosh Hashanah. In fact, in the Sephardic communities, they start a month before, in the month of Elul. But Yom Kippur is different because the recitation of Srichot prior to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are preparations for the holidays. But Yom Kippur, the Srichot, the recitation of these penitential prayers, speaks to the very fabric of the day. It's a day on which we say Srichot. Now, normally when srichot are recited in the course of the service, and there are five different services on Yom Kippur, each with its own integrity, its own mood, the practice of old was to recite these penitential prayers in all five services of Yom Kippur. And nowadays, even in traditional synagogues, many of them only recite srichot fully in the first and last service. But in any event, it's central to, to the service. And we introduce, in the Ashkenazic community, introduces this srichot with the poem, Yaleh Tachnuneinu. Normally, when srichot are recited, they're recited after the prayer called Yaleh V'yavo. Yaleh V'yavo is a central prayer of all the festivals. We mentioned this specific festival. It's recited when the Amidah is repeated. But in the evening, there is no repetition of the Amidah. So we construct our own Yahweh Viyavo. Yahweh Tachnuneinu Me'erev. Viyavo Shavateinu Mi'boker. So it's a construction of the Yahweh Viyavo. The point being, we're about to say the Srichot, the, the service of Srichot, and this is what the day is actually about. Let's listen to a melody composed to the poem. Yahweh Tachanunenu.
in all the penitential services, we call them srichot services, there's a recitation of poems and a repetition of the 13 attributes of mercy. But in every service, there's one particular poem that is the primary poem. On the night of Yom Kippur, the primary poem in the Ashkenazic rite is the poem Kihine Kachomer. Kihine Kachomer speaks of as clay in the hand of the potter who expands or contracts it at will. So are we in your hand, gracious God. Heed your covenant and not the accuser. In this poem, we express the idea that we see ourselves on Yom Kippur in God's hand. It's interesting that the Kol Nidre service that introduces Yom Kippur, there the focus is on we have the ability to change. We can transform ourselves. We appoint people, the court, to forgive our sins. But the evening of Yom Kippur, the service of Yom Kippur, there's a different thought. We are in your hands. And that sense of being in God's hands affords us a kind of serenity. There's a certain peace to Yom Kippur night, to the service of Yom Kippur evening. It's very special. There's a calm, there's a serenity. Even as we are re requesting for forgiveness, there's a sense of, of peace. Let's listen to the next nigun of Kiine Kachomer coming out of the world of Chabad, which I think is a fine expression of the sense of peace, the sense of inner peace. <laughs>
Our musicians are Laura Melnikoff on cello, Abai Steinmetz Silver Piano, Andy Statman Clarinet, Jordan Hirsch on trumpet. The evening prayer consists of the silent prayer preceded by the Shema and then the Srichot service. And the Srichot service, the penitential prayers, are followed by confessions. That's the typical structure of the Yom Kippur service. At the very end of the confessions, there's a short prayer. Rachmana da'ane la'aniye anena. Rachmana da'ane l'makiche rucha anena. Rachmana da'ane l'tvire liba anena. Rachmana anena. Rachmana is the merciful one. Merciful God who answers the humble, the brokenhearted, the contrite. Answer us. Have pity on us. Save us speedily and soon. What's interesting about that prayer it's so concise, it's so brief. No, Yom Kippur has so many words, so many words. And when it comes down to it, though, the fundamental prayer is very simple. We ask forgiveness in the most direct way. It's reminiscent of one of the prayers we encounter in the Torah when Moses prays for his sister, who was afflicted with tzorat, with a serious disease, and Moses prayed, El na refan five two-letter words. Brief prayer, the briefest of prayers. And what we're saying here is, we're going to say many words. We have so many thoughts. But there's something very, very fundamental and basic about Yom Kippur. It's about reconciling with God. It's a day of reconciliation. And we stand in great simplicity before God, and we're asking the most basic questions and the most basic requests. Let's listen to Rahmana, again out of the world of Chabad, interpreted by Laura.
One of the prayers that we recite on Yom Kippur in all five services, a brief prayer, it's recited inside the Amidah, and it begins with the words, Chamol al-Ma'asecha, we ask God to have compassion on God's creations, v'tismach b'ma'asecha, and rejoice in your creations. And this is reminiscent of the Torah's description of the process of repentance, Chapter 30 of the book of Dvarim, a book of Deuteronomy, there's a lengthy description about reconnecting with God. We take a step and God takes a step towards us. And towards the end, it talks about, we hope that God will rejoice in God's creations. On Yom Kippur, which is the day of reconciliation, our prayers, our hopes, is that in the reconciliation, we rejoice in God's presence, and God rejoices in us. And there are many, many Hasidic nigunim written for these words. Let's listen to a nigun played by Andy Statman, which was written initially for Chamor Maasecha, and which is fully appropriate for the night of Yom Kippur. The evening service ends, as all our services end, 
with the recitation of the Kaddish. And towards the end of the Kaddish we say, Yisrael. O God, accept the prayers and the entreaties of all of Israel. That's perhaps one of our deepest prayers, the prayer that our prayers will be accepted. Let's hear a nigun to Titkabel, the conclusion of the evening service of Yom Kippur out of the world of Majitz, played by Andy Stabman. This is David Silber on behalf of Drisha Institute. Thank you for listening to our podcast. The next episode will focus on the next two services of Yom Kippur. We hope you can join us and we hope you find this meaningful.